If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Welcome back to another solo episode of the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. Today is, we're going to talk about conscious uncoupling, and we're also going to talk about, I think, some of the other ways that, and I like, I'm not one of those people that like will say like, I blame the media for stuff, but I'm just, I'm going to talk about the different portrayals of breakups in movies, TV shows, social media content can be, I think, harmful towards actual people going through breakups. So that's kind of the topic today. But just to give like a little backstory, I started Breakup Bestie in 2017. So it's been, you know, over five years now. And I really started it like based completely on my own experience and about how I went through my breakups, how I was able to navigate them finally in a way that I felt really proud of and that really worked for me. And I was excited to help other people do the same. I saw this, you know, huge gap in the online breakup space where everything was really about, you know, it was a lot of like how to get your ex back and just really clickbait type advice and things that people wanted you to do. So anyways, that's why I started Breakup Bestie. It was like a very wholesome thing that I mean, I started it not thinking it was going to turn into a business and and all of that. But I do remember soon after starting it and obviously after running it for over 5 years, my confidence has changed a lot. I have so many you know, proof and testimonials of how it has worked for other people. But when I first started it, I did feel honestly like a little insecure. And, you know, and I remember when this whole idea of conscious uncoupling was coming up and I saw a lot of people, I think just for me personally, like in the wellness kind of space that was followed a lot of influencers or whatever in in the wellness space. And This idea of conscious uncoupling, which I'm sure most of you know, kind of originated from Gwyneth Paltrow and her conscious uncoupling with Chris Martin. And I remember being like, is what I'm talking about wrong? You know, like, 
am I wrong for suggesting people go no contact? Am I wrong for saying you can't be friends with an ex? And it really actually did make me like kind of second guess the advice that that I gave. And I'm really glad that I did not change it because for me, it was like, I'm going to stick to what has worked for me. And conscious uncoupling has never, ever, ever worked in my experience. And again, I'm saying in my experience, I know it sometimes works, but I've never experienced it. And, you know, I didn't really have any friends at the time that I've had ever gone through something like that. So, you know, my position on it has changed. And I've actually like gone back and forth on recording an episode on this for quite a while now. And I feel like I'm finally at the point where I can, you know, talk about it in a way that's like non judgmental. I don't want to judge anyone for their beliefs on how to go through a breakup. Again, this is just me like sharing my opinion. And, you know, now my opinion comes with the experience of running a page where I talk to hundreds of people going through breakups every month. And on another note, if you have listened to this podcast, you know, my favorite podcast to listen to is Armchair Expert with Dax and Monica. And Dax talks about how he's really good friends with with his exes and and he actually talks about like how that was kind of an issue for him and his wife Kristen Bell for a while and as much as I love that show that's like one thing that you know I obviously don't agree with with him on and I remember going through the same thing of thinking like am I wrong for suggesting not to be friends with exes is it because I'm not evolved enough? Is it because I'm not mature enough that I'm not suggesting these kind of things? So, you know, personally, like I've gone through a lot of back and forth just in my head on on this kind of stuff. But like where I've landed is that I'm comfortable promoting the things that have worked for me and that I've seen work in other people. And, you know, that's that. So anyways, if you don't know what conscious uncoupling is, it's essentially that you and your ex let decide that you don't want to have a romantic relationship, but it's handled in a way. And, you know, I'm not even like 100% sure of like the inner workings on it. But from my understanding, like you're still friends, you still love each other very much, you still share a lot of the same things like in Gwyneth Paltrow and her ex-husband's case vacation together with their new partners. So it's very much like we're all still one big happy family. We've just decided that we're ending the romantic chapter of our relationship. So I think that's really what like conscious uncoupling is. And I think what has happened, and I actually read an article recently about this, is I think what you've now noticed is a lot of the time when you see a couple divorce, like a celebrity couple divorce, and, you know, obviously now when anything happens in the news, like their publicists have to release a statement, they release a joint statement, and the joint statement is almost always kind of the same thing where like, we've decided that we've grown apart and we're, we don't want to, you know, be together anymore. We still love and respect each other so much and we're still going to do like, we're still going to remain great friends and all this stuff. So I think you've, what we've seen now is like this trend of those kind of statements being released when celebrity couples go through divorces and I'm not saying it's like a bad thing that that's what they're saying, but I just I personally can't believe that that's realistic. Just me looking at like the sample size of people who follow and interact with breakup SD. I just can't imagine that like that's necessarily accurate. But I think what's unfortunate is that 
there's been this message put out there that like that's the right way to portray your breakup. And that's like really the overarching message of why I don't like the idea of conscious uncoupling. I think it's awesome if two people can end a relationship and say like, I still love you. I just don't want to be in a romantic partnership with you, especially if you have kids. I think it's I think it's amazing if you can do it. I just think it's really rare that it's actually possible. I think there are so many conditions that would need to be met for that to be possible, including both people mutually deciding that the relationship is over and both people being completely fine with the other person dating other people. And mind you, that totally does happen, but it's extremely rare. So I think if you can do it, awesome. Just like I know I compare everything to sobriety, but like just because I don't drink doesn't mean that I'm against anyone else drinking. I think if you can drink safely, awesome. I love that for you, but I just don't think it's realistic for a lot of people. And the reason that I think it's super unfortunate that this has become kind of like the societal mature way to go through a breakup is it means that any other person who's going through a breakup where they feel animosity towards their ex, where they feel resentful, where they feel completely broken, where they don't want anything more in their lives than to have their ex come back into their lives, they feel like they're not handling it right. They feel like you might feel like you're weak or like not emotionally mature or there's so many different things that you can think about yourself because you don't have the same feelings that someone that a celebrity who's going through a divorce has. And that's the part that I don't like. I also talk obviously a lot about the no contact rule and letting go of people on social media. And I always get comments about people saying that it's extremely childish, that I'm promoting this and that it's like very rude to just cut someone out of your life. And yeah, if we're looking at it through the lens of everyone who separates should still have love for the person and still want to be in their lives and wish them the best and like all that stuff. Yeah, then it appears to be very extreme to cut to like remove someone on social media and delete their number. But if we're looking at it through the realm of the feelings that you're actually experiencing, then it makes so much sense to cut those things out of your life and to go no contact. If you are a listener of this podcast, you know I warn about how your phone can either be a great tool or a huge obstacle when it comes to getting over your breakup. Instead of spending time on your phone trying to figure out what your ex is up to, why not spend some time engaging in a super fun mystery game that will help take your mind off your breakup? June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. Each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I am such a big mystery and puzzle fan, so this game has been so fun for me to get into. When I'm looking for a little escape from reality during the day or a way to relax that doesn't involve social media, it's been so fun to use my brain in a new way by diving into June's captivating quest and engaging my sense of observation to find the hidden clues. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
It is so important to share your thoughts and feelings while going through a breakup, especially if it's something you're feeling any guilt or shame around. I know whenever I'm struggling with a certain thought or situation and I keep it to myself, it gets heavier and heavier and feels harder and harder to manage. I truly believe we are as sick as our secrets. Therapy has always been a safe space for me to have a judgment-free zone to get things off my chest. Whether it's something from my past, a current struggle, or something I'm anxious about in the future, I always feel lighter when I'm able to share something that feels scary. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash heartbreak. Since getting sober over 11 years ago, most of my friends don't drink, and last month at my birthday dinner, we were going around the table talking about our favorite non-alcoholic drink, and almost everyone at the table was talking about how much they love recess, me included. Not only is Recess Mood a delicious drink, Strawberry Rose is my favorite, but they also have raspberry lemon, which is so good, lime citrus, and more. It's made with real fruit, it's only 20 calories, and it comes with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium, so it can also bring me a much, much needed moment of peace. So whether you're like me and are always on the hunt for functional and tasty non-alcoholic drinks, or you're just looking for something healthy to unwind at the end of the day, Recess mood should be your go-to. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off recess mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. So I think really like that's the harmful part of all of this messaging. And, and I was actually, when I was making notes before this episode, I was looking at like, I think breakups as we look at it through like reality TV or celebrities or like whatever kind of messaging we're getting, it's either we love each other so much, but we're just letting go of this relationship or it's like super, super scandalous. Like, you know, just time, you know, I don't know if people watch Vanderpump Rules. I don't watch Vanderpump Rules, but obviously I'm very in the know of what's going on with Tom Sandoval and all of that stuff. So it's either like very scandalous cheating or We love each other so much and there's not a lot of room for the in-between, which is the majority of breakups. The majority of breakups are not super scandalous, but they're also not done in a mutually loving way. Most of the time, someone is really, really, really hurt in the process and they cannot handle the breakup by saying, I wish you the best and I just would love to keep you in my life and I honor if you want to see other people. Like That's not how it works. Most of the time, You do have to go no contact. You do have to do a lot of uncomfortable things. You're really sad. You probably feel a lot of like spiteful things towards your ex. And the last thing you want is to ever picture them with someone else. It makes you physically ill to picture them with someone else. So that's the problem. It's like we have these two extremes and we're just completely neglecting the middle. And so if you've ever... And I'm going to also move into like how I think breakups are portrayed in movies and shows and stuff. But like if you've ever felt bad or felt like you're ill-equipped because you are not handling your breakup in a way that you think you should be handling it, I just want you to know that you're not alone and you're not doing anything wrong. You're handling it in a much more realistic way. It's obviously social media is so beneficial in so many ways. It's how I've been able to you know, build my community here of besties. But 
it's also not real. It's not real. Like if you've seen someone that you follow go through a breakup and, you know, maybe they'll do a couple story slides of them being super vulnerable about how they're handling the breakup. And then all of a sudden they're still like going out and traveling and looking super happy and all this stuff that's just not real. Like we're just, again, leaving out the in-between part. There's a lot of in-betweens when it comes to breakups. You're going to be sad. And I guess this will just like move me kind of into movies and TV shows. But obviously, there are a lot of movies that show people going through a breakup. There's a lot of them. And, you know, they show the the woman who gets broken up with. She's in her apartment. There's pizza boxes and empty ice cream things stacked up. And she's watching some sappy romance movie and her friend's bust in and say, you got to pull yourself together. You know, it's like I could name like 10 movies that that's a scene in, which, yeah, that does happen. Like, yes, the beginning of the breakups debilitating. Maybe you don't turn to ice cream, but like, yes, you want to kind of lock yourself away. You're crying. You don't want to see anyone. You don't want to talk to anyone. Like, yes, that does happen. But then what I think, again, like it shows the extremes. It shows the beginning where it's completely devastating. And then all of a sudden in the movie, either then like a week later, she's grocery shopping and bumps shoulders with some guy and they start talking and she goes on a date and falls in love. And it's like this fast track episode of a breakup, which is not realistic. Or it shows, you know, them being completely devastated. And then a couple weeks later, she hears like a, a rap at her window and she looks down and her ex is down there saying, I've made a terrible mistake. I want to get back together. Also, very unrealistic. That so rarely happens. So again, we're missing out on like the in-between part, the part where it's been a few months and you have days where you're feeling better, but then all of a sudden a song comes on the radio and you completely lose all composure again. Or you hear something about your ex and and then all of a sudden you fall apart again. Or absolutely nothing happens and all of a sudden one day you just have a really, really hard day and you're back to crying about the breakup. We don't show the part where you're trying to date, but it doesn't seem like you're interested in anyone because it feels like all you can do is compare everyone to your ex. Like We don't talk about how long breakups take. I think we have this belief that sure, maybe you get like a couple weeks or a month and then by then you should be done. And every single time I'm recording this on a Thursday and I can guarantee right now on my phone, I have submissions on my Thursday Q&A from people that say, it's been three months and I'm still not over. Is this normal? It's been six months and I'm still not over. Is this normal? I'm still thinking about my ex a year from now. Is this normal? And I think a lot of that comes from the fact that we don't really like honor things that take time. <laughs> there is no quick fix for breakups. And I do think that's why there's not like, I remember when I started Breakup SD, I would always be like, why is there not more people doing this? Like if we look at this other thing, like for people who want to get in shape or people who, you know, maybe want to start eating healthier, there's like so many programs that they can buy and they can participate in. But then when it comes to breakups, like I think there's a lot more things that are out there now, but like there's really not there. I was like, there's not a lot of stuff. And then I started to realize it's because there's not like a quick fix for breakups. And the only quick fix that people can sell is complete and utter bullshit. So we don't really like honor things that actually do take time. It's not as like glamorous. It's there. It's not the instant gratification. So 
yeah, it takes people three months, six months. Sometimes it takes a year depending on the circumstances of the breakup and the underlying things that it can trigger in you when you're going through a breakup, like past trauma and all of that kind of stuff. So I just want you to know that like you're not alone if you're going through like the not so novel or glamorized part of breakups. Like it's almost impossible to have like this quick thing of like, okay, I wish my ex the best. We've learned so much from each other and he will always have a special place in my heart. And I'm just speaking for myself here. She will have a special place in my heart. Yeah, eventually you may get to that point, but honestly, you also may not. So there's no like shortcut to get to that point. So don't feel bad if you don't feel like that at this point. Don't feel bad if you still want to throw up if you think about your ex even talking to someone else. And there's a lot of in between before or between the sitting at home, eating ice cream, crying on the couch to like the major glow up and finding the next like person that you're meant to be with. There's so much between that. And just because you're not seeing it in on social media, you're not seeing it in movies or whatever that or like hearing about it in songs. There's so many songs about breakups. But again, like it doesn't talk about like the not sexy part of it the like all the the time and the practice and all the little things that you have to do day to day to heal from the breakup and I think this isn't even necessarily something I set out to do when I started breakup bestie but I've really tried to make this more of like a community aspect where you can see what other people are feeling and going through during the breakup because I do think so many people feel alone and so many people feel like they're behind some timeline and it's unfortunate and I think a lot of people that their friends are say things like why can't you just move on like you've been at this for months now I don't get why you're not feeling better why don't you just start dating someone else you'll feel a lot better so we don't have like the best support system in place that I have really made an effort with breakup SD to be able to create that and that's why you guys have heard it advertised on the show but my new membership group healing hearts club like that's the biggest piece of feedback that i get from people who are in that is like oh my gosh i just feel so much more normalized and i feel so much less alone and i don't feel immature and i don't feel childish and i don't feel again like emotionally ill-equipped to handle my life i'm just a normal human being going through a breakup and that's okay if i have a lot of messy emotions and i have some up days and i have some down days and i have days where i hate my ex and i have days where i want them back I have hours where I want them back. The next hour, I hate them. So I guess the main theme of this episode is to honor the in-between and to remember that you're not behind, to honor that everyone has their own way of handling things and it's okay to have a messy breakup. I think as long as you're doing whatever you can to take care of yourself, like you're doing the right thing. So yeah, that is my take on, I guess I started with conscious uncoupling and then I kind of just moved into like, I guess what I think is wrong with society's portrayal of breakups. So yeah. And my last thing is, I've said this in other episodes, but I really don't think breakups get the credit they deserve. Breakups affect so many things. And the more that I run Breakup Bestie and the more experts that I talk to, the more I learn that this is true physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. Breakups affect so many things. And it's so important that we recognize that they're not going to be cured overnight. So I will see you guys back here again next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. 
to join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.